Okay. Hey, y'all. Welcome Hello. back to Fourth <laughs> My name is Elena Newell. And it's your boy, your cousin, Corey. You're on drugs. <laughs> So it's been a while. It's been a long a while. A good long while. Corey, our last episode was published on January 21st. So like January 21st of 2021? Yeah. So this whole year, nothing. Nada. So like almost a year. Yeah. It's been pretty much a year. Dang. A lot's happened. Um, <laughs> Dang. A whole year. A lot year. has happened. Wow. Um, but I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be with y'all. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited that we're back in the game. That's um, crazy. Before we do updates, Corey, how's your week going? What's going on? You know, well, as it is a great Monday morning or Monday afternoon, you know, the week is starting off pretty well. I have you know, nothing to complain about. Life is really like in a weird way, like controlled chaos. Shout out to Western Carolina University. I don't know. There's like a lot of like stuff that like I have going on, but like they're like good things happening. So like it's like good stress that I'm going through right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going home this weekend for a wedding. My cousin's getting married on Saturday. Shout out to her. Shout out to her, Miss Justice. Um, and so I'm going home. So I'm excited to like go home and see my family since I won't be able to see them for Christmas. So this is like the last little mm-hmm. like kiki before. You know, until I'll see them whenever I see them again, you know. So I'm excited to go home and eat all my favorite restaurants and just act up. How's your week going on this great? You know, you got a grown-up uh, job. My week is going. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> um, This week is going. It's a little busy, a little hectic, like you said. Very much controlled chaos. <laughs> um, I am going to New York. Yes, In a couple days, I'll be there on Wednesday for a week. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see some Broadway shows. I haven't been to Tell Broadway or seeing. seen anything on Broadway since the pandemic. Um, what am I seeing? So I'm going to see Carolina Change, mm-hmm. um, 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 Company, hopefully, Waitress mm-hmm. with Sierra Renee and Joshua Henry. Amen. Amen. Um, I might see Chicago. I really want to see Lilius White in Chicago. That's really the main impetus for that and I can get tickets for it. So we're probably gonna see Chicago. Um and I'm gonna be touring apartments. I guess we just jump into the updates on our lives. Yeah. The people are moving. We're moving. We're doing big things. We're moving and shaking. Um <laughs> I'm going to New York because I need to find my apartment because I am moving to New York. Um your girl works at Playbill now. Ew. Um, I do social media. I'm the social media coordinator. <laughs> um, and yeah, life is crazy. I can't believe I work for Playbill. That's ridiculous. That's, who would have thought that a year ago you'd be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought is what I will say. Who would have thought? thought? Um, but I'm like, I'm, it's kind of a wild ride. I'm excited. That's why I'm seeing so many shows because I have to get some content for Playbill social stuff. We love um, a content creator. Yeah, you know, she's trying. We're really trying. We're trying to diversify our income over here. Come okay? on. So we're trying to train ourselves in all the categories. Come on. Um, But Corey, what about you? You have already moved to New York since yeah, you talked. I am going on my, hold on, June, July, August. Hold on. I can't do the math. Hold on. July, August, oh, September, November. Sure. I'm going on my like my fifth month in the city. I moved at the top of June, and you know we're out here, we're out here surviving. We're out here, we're out here doing what to do. And uh, I don't know what the area code is here, the area code, but uh, we out here doing it in these streets. Um, but yeah, New York. We're about to be New York. Well, you're. We're all about to be like you know, <laughs> fourth wall live from New York City. Give it up for Layla and Corey. Y'all, we're, oh my God, Corey, we can do live episodes. Like, we can do episodes in the same room. We can have a live audience. Not an audience. LOL. We should do that. Um, of our roommates. A little live from New York episode. <laughs> we have a live audience. Let's maybe, let's maybe a hundred. Maybe a hundred. I think 50th is a, is a big deal. We'll take a vote. We'll let the people decide. 
Not the people. Okay. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm in New York City, out here thriving, and you know. Yes. We're out here. We're out here doing it. We're really out here doing it. Booked and busy. Um, this is the season of booked and blessed. I think. Cause I feel like everybody's doing something. They're either moving or they're booking or they're traveling or they're all the above. Everyone is really, this is the season to get it. It's the season of growth. It's the season of transition. It's the season of, it's the season of giving. It's the season of, it's the season of seasonings, honey. It's, you know, you getting that flavor to your life. You getting these experiences. (laughs) You're getting these experiences that are really taking you through life. And you know, Hello. I'm here for everybody's growth. If it if if it's out here making you, if it's making you happy, I say go forth. That's my motto. If it's making you happy, just go and do it. I don't care what it is, just do it. Okay, that's the best thing. Um, our voice teacher Kristen Hedberg, our my senior year, I was freaking out. Like, oh my god, what if I'm not on Broadway? What if I'm not doing this, this? And she was like, Elena, find people who are so supportive of you, if you told them you wanted to have an ice cream truck, they would support you because Purr. as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. And that's a fact, okay? Purr. If you want to live, if you want to live in Idaho and... Well, come on. Attend to a, uh, I don't know, if you want to live in Idaho and work at a farm, then that's what you do. And that's what you're going to do. Come on. If you had an ice cream truck while you were living in Idaho, what would be the theme song that plays out like outside for people to like know you're coming? What would the song be? Mm. For me, it would probably <laughs> be probably something Beyonce. Okay. That's a good one. Because it'd be very specific. Like you would know it was me. You know? T. I have a, t- a pick between two songs. Mine would either be Chicken Noodle Soup. Um, you know, it's on Chicken Noodle Soup. Chicken Noodle Soup. Chicken I Noodle know Soup. The song. Or. <laughs> but how do you do that musically? What do you mean? Like, because you know how normally ice cream trucks are like sound. Oh, no. It's going to have. No, it's going to have the lyrics. Okay. Shake it, shake it, haul and shake it. Hey, I let it rain. You could also do Chain Hang Low because it's the same melody as the. That's gonna be ones. my second one. <gasps> do you chain hang low? Do, do it wobble to the blood? Do you throw? Is it platinum? Is it gold? Could you throw it over your shoulder? Funny, funny, we're talking about this because my cousin Justice, whose wedding I'm going to this weekend, for her 16th birthday party, she had a birthday party, and I'll never forget. She made a mixtape, like a. Like for party favors, she like gave out mixtapes that had like her face on it, and those two songs were on the on the mixtape. Oh my god! Honestly, it was a moment, and I commend her. I want to try some shit. Hello, like well, let's get into it. Let be so before we start the season off, we wanted to catch up because we've missed a good amount, and we're not going to cover everything that we've missed. It'd be impossible. Clearly, um, but let's cover a few things that come to mind and we'll just see where we go and then we'll talk about some current stuff and then we'll get y'all ready for the new season come on okay so let's talk about tony awards okay where should we start so tony awards y'all this year you know a little different covid-esque we had a little the nominations were a little weird but -hmm. the blessing of it all hosted by audra mcdonald and leslie odom jr you know I, you know, the Tony started off with a with a rocky start, because you know they announced that they were happening. Well, first people were like, "Is it happening?" Like they just like there was nothing on about it, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, it's happening," and they like I think gave a date, but then never gave like a host like for weeks for weeks. No one knew a mm-hmm. single thing. Like no nominations have been put out, so I was convinced that it just wasn't happening. That they just I guess thought people would forget about it, and then they just would move on. I don't know. But it happened. No, and they didn't give the date forever. I remember no, they kept yeah. saying, Tony Awards, it's coming, it's coming. It's like, girl, when? People got dresses to make, uh, dates to book. And Mm-mm. I remember when they finally announced it, I went and looked at how much ticket prices were. Who in their right mind is paying thousands of dollars for a Tony ticket? We're going to have to Not do, me. We're gonna have to unpack that because who, where does that make sense? The old white people. Who is Broadway's main audience? But, you know, I mean, yes, but, like, I just, whose mind does I think that, like, do they think that makes sense? Because it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. But anyway, let's get back to the 
to the actual. So we only had three musicals nominated for Best Musical. It was Jagged mm-hmm. Little Pill, it was Moulin Rouge, and it was Tina. And so, yes. full disclosure, I've only seen Tina. I have not seen the other two. I've only seen Tina. And I may so, or may not have watched bootlegs of the others. Yeah, I've seen clips from the other two, but I've only seen Tina. And I'll never forget. So, Tina was the last show that I saw before the pandemic. I'm sure I've probably said that on an episode before, but that was the last show that I saw before the pandemic. And I remember saying, like, literally, like, leaving. I think during intermission, I was even like, oh, she's getting the Tony for this. I remember, th- I was like, I know Adrian's going to get the Tony. Like, I was like, right. I was like, there's no question in my mind. Like, no one else is going to compare to this performance that she's giving. And Tina. Like, Tina's just a, just a badass girl. I mean, right. but and we've known this for years. For so long. Yeah, we just, we've known this for years. Like, I mean, her story is already incredible. Her catalog is already incredible. Like, you know, it was set up for success. And then finding mm-hmm. the right, finding the right Tina, Adrian was the perfect choice, in my opinion. I don't, I don't think I'll find anyone else that disagrees. I don't think I'll find anyone that disagrees. Anyone that's seen the show is leaving saying, oh, that's, that might be the one thing that's right about the show, you know? You know, I've heard many opinions, but they might, that was the one Ooh. thing that everyone can agree on is that Adrian was the right choice for Tina. Absolutely. Adrian's the right choice for a lot of things. She's I have just, to agree. Oh, she is so good. That is somebody, Corey, I would add to To the company. company. I have to, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. It's obviously that the, um, the direction they need to go in when Miss Katrina leaves is black. That's clearly the yeah. route they need to go in. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. The Tonys, if you don't know, were broke, it was like broken up into two different mm-hmm. shows. So it was the Tony Awards where they gave the awards or whatever with limited performances. And then, which was, uh, so the first one that was hosted by Audra. Mm-hmm. And then Broadway is back was hosted by Leslie, which was like more just like celebrating it or more music, da 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 um, Jennifer Holliday was beautiful. Honestly, I know there were other people who performed in the original one. Let me pull up a list. But honestly, like, I'm not saying they weren't phenomenal because obviously all of y'all are Broadway level. You're all, like, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But, like, the only one that, like, stuck with me was Jennifer Holiday from the first section anyway. As it should. I know. I'm pretty sure. Didn't Ali Stroker perform? I'm pretty sure. I can't tell you what she did, um, but I remember seeing her picture somewhere. Some other white woman also performed. As they do. Um, and it was like, it. Not everybody was good, right? Like, I have strong opinions about Broadway's back, those performances, but, like, everybody in the first one, like, it was good. It was nothing, nobody was singing songs from shows that were currently on Broadway. It was mm-hmm. like, here are Broadway classics. Yeah, it was like, um, let's take you down memory lane and give you all the feels of what Broadway used to feel like, you know? Yeah, and it was fine. Adrian won her Tony, which is like all I really cared about. They gave some controversial Tony awards. Um, Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I, me personally, right, and I'm not the American theater wing, but based (laughs) on all the backlash, Homegirl wouldn't have got that Tony for uh, Jagged Little Pill. Homegirl just wouldn't have got it. Not that she's yeah. not talented, not that she's not extremely skilled, but based off of how much pain that that show has caused in that character specifically to mm. a like a marginalized community, mm-hmm. I just feel like to give her that award was very much a slap in the face being like, yeah, oh, yeah. we don't really care how y'all feel about this show. Even if we can, like, we're not even going to acknowledge we were wrong. Well, I remember seeing a lot of stuff after the fact of like them saying like she could have used that opportunity to speak on it in her speech and she didn't and that was another like no. slap to the face and i was like girl come on lauren come on sis. no it seems like that show like and i guess i mean i i'm not you know pr so i wouldn't know what the best route is but it seems like everyone in that show has decided that they will not speak on it anymore and maybe they're not allowed to anymore and it's very much let's just act like it doesn't exist like well, i'm like sure she wasn't there well they're pretty sh- i'm pretty sure they're still under investigation correct like they were like there were some investigations out like two different investigations out about their like within their like casting team and like their... oh yeah because of all the yes you so might like, be right but even so maybe I they're don't not know. speaking on it because like I mean like maybe there's just like still like too much going on in the inside like not enough information to speak about you bet like speak about yet I don't know right and I don't want to attack the girl because at the end of the day like. Like Lauren, I believe is her name. Like she's mm-hmm. an actor. Like she was given the. She didn't write it herself. She mm-hmm. didn't, you know. But do where this she on her own? 
And yes, that is correct. But where she did mess up is not speaking about it when she had the platform, had the time to speak on it. I don't know. I just feel like something something could have been said. A little small little No, we could have said something. A small little We could have acknowledged it. Or even after the fact, like you could have been on socials like, hey, um, I know that this like role and this show has caused a lot of pain. Um mm-hmm. and so I hope that like in the full like I can use my platform and I can use my acclaim to bring it like attention to these issues and try to work it out. But mm-hmm. again, I don't know, maybe she wasn't allowed to say anything. Maybe they told her don't say nothing. She needs to stop being a scaredy cat. Shit. She needs to stop being scaredy cat. Uh oh. People got bills, Corey. <laughs> Um, I understand. But sorry to this man. Uh, But I just feel like it wasn't. It felt that plus like all of these POCs were nominated for different things within the night. Mm -hmm. But none of them really. A lot of them didn't win, Um, which is, you know, I'm not saying that everybody has to win just because they're black. But it was like what like the fact that slave play has got like the most Tony nominations in history, but then won none of them. Mm hmm. Like, what is the point of that? Like, it feels very much it was a stunt. Like, it was like, let's give this black man nomination so that he can feel good about himself and we can say, oh, we did it for the black community and then not give him anything. Which, like, makes me glad that we also, like, had the Antonios last year. That was, like, a moment that we could, like, sit there. I don't remember if they won anything then as well, but, like, it was still, like, you know, it just was a different feeling, like, seeing nothing but, you know, black people being nominated for, you know... Yeah, and celebrated. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. Um, but let's jump ahead to Broadway is back because that was the better performance. So um, that's that's where see. we had that's where we had the tributes, right? Like the the duets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk and about it. And that's the one I have a list for. Let's talk about it. Because these performances were great. Let's start with the opening. The Leslie Odom Jr. opening number. It was giving very much Hugh Jackman back in the day. It was giving Hugh Jackman those like big production numbers that they used to do. Hugh Jackman, Neil mm-hmm. Patrick Harris. Mm-hmm. It was giving like a Tony Award opener. Mm-hmm. Like I wish they did something like that for the Tony Awards. Like mm-hmm. that is how you open the show. Mm, I have to agree. Then I just I'm also a, I want Leslie back on Broadway. Like he's what could we see him in? Let's 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 cast him in something right now. Let's do our predictions as we go because they they keep coming and I can't promise I'm going to remember them at the end. So Mr. Leslie. Fair. I could eat. What's on okay. Broadway right now? I know it's not. I know right now it's gender bent, and we've been talking about like the women we want to see. But, but him I as yes, Bobby. Yes, I have to agree. Bobby you, and company. Do you think I they might do money. that? Do you think they like would be open to that? Because like I know that was like such a big deal. I like, would the, love. I could see it happening. But then they'd have to change everything, right? It just would have to be like a. I mean, it just would change the character quite a bit just because they have all the, unless it's just something that they're willing to do, like, unless they, like, wait till, like, everyone's contracts are up at that same time and switch out people for, you know, make, I don't know, they either make Bobby into men or they'll ca- they have to cast girls in, the, you know, in those roles like it's originally done. They just, like, switch everything back, which, like, I don't think would be a bad yeah. idea. It just, I just want them to do it, you know. In a smart way. How much do you know? I haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to see it, you know, hopefully this week. But I don't know how many changes were made to the show. So there's, I don't know. There's quite a few. Ch- it have to be I mean, two different shows. It depends on if we're talking changes with the like characters or we're talking like script changes or music changes. There's been quite a few. Leslie, if you're listening, we would love the people at Fourth Wall would love to see you in company as Bobby. Bobby, 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 um, baby, Bobby, baby. Be? What's on Broadway right now? That's it. You know, not even hear me out. I think he could fit somewhere in Ain't Too Proud. I don't know how that would work because he's like such a big star now. But I think that will be, I don't know. I don't think it's an Otis situation. I don't think he's an Otis necessarily. I see him as but an Eddie Kendricks, in my personal opinion. It'll be a different Eddie, but I Eddie? think. Eddie? I think out of the five, he fits Eddie. I think maybe if the cast was all older, but like I feel like now they've been casting it so young. Not necessarily. Like like, not necessarily. The guy who's playing Otis right now isn't that young. Well, Otis Otis has been older, but like Eddie and David Ruffin specifically True. have always been cast as like on the young because they have to do so much. True. Um, in terms of dancing, singing, acting, like they they move a lot in that show. I mean, they all do, but those two characters specifically. 
So I don't know. I don't know if it'd be large enough to be worth it to Leslie. Maybe. I don't want to speak for the um, man, but maybe. I'm not going to knock waitress it. Waitress wasn't closing, obviously. Well, he was. That was supposed to be a thing. I remember them like saying that him and Nicolette were supposed to play. Yeah, he Jenon. said it in an interview. I think it was a Broadway Black interview, but he said it just didn't work out. And hey, um, and that's okay. And that's okay that it didn't work out. What are the shows on and Broadway? That is right very now? much okay. What are the shows on Broadway? They sang it, didn't they sing that song on Broadway? I mean, not Broadway. And Broadway is back. Mm-hmm. You matter to me. I okay. Think. Okay. Well, let's let's jump. Let's. Oh Lord, we have been off topic. Let's get back. Get back. Another performance that was during the Tony Awards, um, David Byrne's American Utopia. Let's skip it. Yeah, that's for the best. Um, John Legend and Ain't Too Proud. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was um, actually like one that I, because I, I remember they posted about it and I was like, you're kidding. I remember like sending it to everyone. I was like, you're kidding. Like. Y'all know I'm already a, I already love Mr. John Legend, but then y'all already know I love Ain't Too Proud as well. So we were really mixing. I just I knew if they were gonna do one thing, they were gonna sing down. And so one thing I love that they did in this performance, because you know, we have seen a lot of Ain't Too Proud during the pandemic. They They were like the only consistent yeah. Broadway show during the entire pandemic. I mean, they were one everywhere. thing they did was they also got a check during the pandemic. Like they did the they did like the whole thing that Tina Fey did on NBC. They did that Christmas. Hold on. They did that Christmas um, thing. They did. They did. You know. They yeah, did. They, a, they did quite a few things. And so, one thing that I love that they did was they showcased um, Matt, who's the new David Ruffin. And you know, let me talk about let me talk about Mr. Matt for a little bit. So, one thing Matt did was sing down. I said, and I was like, I'm sure yeah. there was so much pressure going to the role, especially coming, you know, going after uh, Ephraim. But I'm never forget. And after a pandemic, like after, think yeah, of, there's been yeah. no live theater for a year. Yeah, like I'm currently going through that right now, like trying to like figure out how to perform again after not doing it for so long, and it's hard. So I can't imagine trying to do a show like Ain't Too Proud after a year. That's that's on hard. that level. On that level, exactly. And so shout out to Matt. So Matt, I actually met Matt before he booked the show. We actually met at an open call of Ain't Too Proud. Have I talked about this on the on on here? I don't think so i'm gonna go ahead and assume no yeah if not we'll cut it out but yes i met matt i went me and my best friend Jalen went and auditioned for ain't too proud at the open call in detroit and he was there and you know how you just like meet like you just like see certain people at like open calls and you just like click with them automatically he was one of those people for me that day mm-hmm. i remember like learning about his family like he's from like the detroit area like learning about his family and like he actually like knew somebody who went to our school and so then I remember we were in the same audition group and he went and sang his song. I won't say what a song is just in case he wants to keep that, you know, keep that to himself. But he came out and I literally like took him to the side and I was like, it's yours. I was like, I literally told him, I was like, you booked. And you know, that's the Telsey in me. You know, I'm good for saying, I just, I, I have a gift. I do. I do. what you say to me? I said, inserts eye roll. <laughs> But you know it's true. Whenever I, I'm rarely wrong when it comes to these casting things. Anyway, um, and so I was like, you got it. Lo and behold, a few months later, he's like, I'm moving to New York. I'm playing David Ruffin in AT Pride. And I was like, you're kidding. So, yeah, that's my that's my quick story time. Clap for me. He's an icon. And he's that's his Broadway debut. That's Broadway his debut. first theater anything. Yeah. Well, he, really. did, he did Motown. But, yeah, other than that, he, like, it's just like a, um, he did, I think he did the non-equity Motown, like right before it like closed. That's how he oh. met, that's how he met Alex Hairston. Um, cause they did it together. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, um but I think it was beautiful. Um, beautiful. Mm. John Legend is now a producer for Anti-Proud. So As like, he should be. Sense. As he should be. Um, like it all made sense. Um, so let's, let's try to jump through cause we have a lot of other categories to talk yes. about besides. Ooh, child, let's, so let's hurry up, let's hurry up, let's hurry up, let's hurry up. Um, Moulin Rouge. Great. Mwah, 10 out of 10. Move on. Um, yeah, I love it's beautiful. Love to uh, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Um, Broadway <laughs> Advocacy Coalition. Daniel J. Watts did that tap thing. That was honestly in my top three performances of the night. It was engaging. It mm-hmm. was 
like it showed an extreme level of talent, mm-hmm. but also it like spoke up about something. Like he wasn't like they weren't afraid to really mm-hmm. challenge the people mm-hmm. in that audience. It reminded me of like home. Like that's like the type of perform- performances that like you see like in church or like you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, oh, now this is good. Now this is giving me North Carolina Baptist Church hardwood floor dance ministry. Right. All right. What's next on our list? Um. My favorite performance, maybe my favorite, maybe my favorite performance of the night, Ben Platt and Anika Noni Rose. They sang, sang "Move On." on yes. In the park with George. Now listen. Now I listen. I have some thoughts here, and I was tweeting about it while I was watching it because I was like, "These voices, I would have never thought in a million years to mm-hmm. put together." Like the duets during this was insane mm-hmm. because I would have never predicted that or never thought it was a good idea, mm-hmm. and the energy their tones together they both have such distinct tones Mm -hmm. that i was like i don't know if this is gonna blend i don't know like they're just such specific voices Mm -hmm. but it was perfect obviously y'all know better y'all know more than me tony awards clearly Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and it was i love that song too i move on is one of my favorite sondheim songs ever miss anika ah ah she just she does no wrong but she can never do wrong in my book my, never. She can never Not be once. wrong. Uh, she just, I'm so excited to hear her voice when I go back to Disney the next time and hear her on the Tiana ride. I'm so excited. I want her back. I want her on Broadway. Oh, and they're making, we've not, we haven't talked about this. So Disney has announced that they're doing um, a TV show based on Princess Tiana and she's playing the voice. Yes. And I was like, she's in her bag. She's in her bag. And I was Rich. like, I, I mean, you be... know, you knew based from just from the movie and all the dolls and the mm-hmm. action figure. Like, you already know she's rolling from Disney. Like, you already know oh. she got that money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that performance was gorgeous. I love something about Ben Platt singing like classical musical theater. Yes. Yes. Like when he sang Somewhere at the Grammys. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. He also he sang just, another so song skilled. from. He sang another song from Westside at like another like gala or something like like right around that same time that he did that performance. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. not you trying to put out there that honestly was he trying to be booked in the Westside movie at the time? Is that what that was? Maybe I think if anything, I feel like this. I think right now he's kind of on like a I'm not trying to be cast as a little boy no more kind of. No, like I'm that. saying like but back when these performances were happening was. Um, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe he was, he was singing a lot of Westside. But he just like Ben Platt is a musician at I the end of the agree. day, and I that's everything he does I enjoy mm-hmm. because he's a musician. Like I was worried because you know when Broadway people will be like, I got an album coming out, they be doing Broadway covers. So mm-hmm. when he first was like, I have um, sing to me instead, I was mm-hmm. like, Lord, that's he's still doing Broadway covers, yeah. which I would still listen to. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was all just his new music, like. And that's still uh, one of my him. that's love still one of my favorite him. albums. Also, apparently he's rumored to be playing Bach in the Wicked movie, so we'll we'll be, you know, we'll Maybe. be waiting. That is uh it's what the fans want. It wasn't part of the, the pe- uh, Playbill fan predictions. That so. is what the people want. All right, what's next? Um uh Jagged Little Pill. It, we don't have to it, talk about it. Okay. Cuz it could be a little touchy. However, I am glad that Antonio and, Ce- and Celia, uh, Celia, Celia. I have to agree. So I met Celia once and like her, like you, she's just someone that you want to be around. Like her, just her, her air is just, that was me chef kissing. Um, just so great. But I'm so glad that like they could come back and, you know, pay homage to these, you know, these characters that they created, you know, before all of this, this craziness happened. And, you know, that's all I'm gonna say about that. I'm, you know. Shout yeah. out to Antonio and, and shout both, out to Celia. They're both such beautiful performers. Mm-hmm. Like, I am a stan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad they came back. I They didn't have to. They didn't. Um, they didn't. And so I'm glad that they did. Also, MJ be singing. Okay? Let me tell you. She invented belting. Who? MJ. Jack Little Pill. Who? What's her... What's her real name? The white woman in Jacket Little Pill, the mother, the main character. I don't know her real name, but yes, sorry, yes. You kept saying MJ, and I'm like MJ Rodriguez. Ooh. Well, because that's her character's name in the thing. Um, we're about to be done with the Tony Awards, I promise everyone. But it was a big thing, so we had to cover it. Um, Leslie Yoder Jr. sang two duets: one with Josh Groban. Oh my! I believe God. they did Beautiful City. They right? did do Beautiful City. They did indeed. Talk about Ashada Bababashi. Mm. 
looks so good. So I want good. him. That's another thing I want him in. I want him. He could totally be Jesus in God's Okay. Spell. They could bring back God's spell and I would not be mad about it. I do want this specific revival recording like that. Those orchestrations. I want those. Yeah. And I, I also to, want Lindsay Mendez back. I agree. They could. T- I want to see Lindsay in some things. We need to get her in some things. She needs to come on we back. Do. She's on the way. I think she's coming back. I she's, think she's coming. She had a baby, right? Um, yes, I think so. Come on, her. She's got things to do, honey. All right, who's next? Leslie Odom sang with Nicolette Robinson. They yes. sang "You Matter to Me." I love which, the two of them. If y'all know, they were supposed to do waitress together, and it didn't work out. But this duet made me so sad that that never happened. Mm-hmm. Because oh my god, I would have just sobbed, and I sobbed while they were singing during this because. Nicola is just gorgeous. She mm-hmm. is stunning. Oh, it was beautiful. Top two, maybe top three performances of the night as well. Titus Burgess and Andrew Rannell singing It Takes, it takes two, two from yes. in, the, in, t- in the Woods. Into in, the Woods. From In the Woods. <laughs> from the Woods. From the Woods. Um, I loved that. I, yes, I have to agree. And who would have thought to pair the two of them together? Like, that was kind of genius. All of these like random duets, the pairings were perfect. Whoever, whoever at the Tony team thought even thought of putting that whole medley section together, the duets, honey. Oh, we're I about hope, to get there. Don't worry. We're about I hope to get you got there. a race. I hope you got a race. <laughs> um, but Andrew Randall's and Titus was beautiful. Beautiful. I, agree. I love them both. I want them both back on Broadway. Also, I, I wouldn't mind them in Into the Woods in those roles. I've heard I've heard people say that they want into the woods to come back. That's what I've heard of the I'm kids are, the kids are talking. Um let's talk about the finale. The way that people started sobbing is this trio of duets. Yes. So this group of three sets of duets um specifically for Elena, Elena's top shows, Elena's top duets of all time. Per. Um so we started with um Kristen and Adina they always gonna bring them out every once in a while. Now one thing, now one thing that they did that I just that specifically Machinaeth did that I just cannot get over is her riffing at the very at the very end of it, and it just it took me out in the best way because I just did not expect her. And now she's done like two performances since then, and like she's ripped. I'm like, sis, she's trying to show that she's in her bag. She's trying to tell you that she can do it all. And she's okay. giving us riffing. That's all I got to say about that one. Um. It was beautiful. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was right before the uh, Wicked announcement, which we'll also talk about. But it was mm-hmm. just good. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite song of maybe all musical theater time is "What You Own" from Rent. Yeah, sure. And when they brought oh <laughs> lord, when they brought Adam and Anthony, I screamed. No, that is Me great. and Ashani are yeah. Rent stands, and so we lost it. No, that's great. That's great. Lastly. Audra McDonald and Brian Stokes you know, Mitchell. I'll never yeah. get tired of these two singing together. Not ever in my life. Let's talk about some of the theater things that have been happening. One, Actors Equity. Yes, it is open to the to the honey to the people. It's open. Okay, babes. If you did your one production <laughs> of Joseph, okay, and you got at least five dollars for it, you could be Equity. You can't. You too can be Equity. You just gotta pay your money. <laughs> you too. You just got to pay your okay, money. Okay, that's the thing. They said, we, we we do want your money. Okay, we do want it. They said, so. we can let you in, but you got to pay. It's not free admission. I think it in, and I think in the long run, like, I think if you're going to create a union, like, the purpose of a union is to protect the people. Mm-hmm. So, in the long term, I think all actors should be a part of a union. Mm-hmm. But the way that Actors' Equity is created, like, maybe it doesn't need to be Actors' Equity. Like, well, maybe what? there just needs to be a union. The one thing that I hated about, like, the way they at least advertised this whole open access situation is the fact that they were like, we're doing this for, you know, POC, yada, yada, yada. But I was like, the people you that y'all are claiming y'all want to be in this are the ones that, you know, can't afford to pay your thousands of dollars to get, you know, nice. to be in the union. So that was, like, one of my, like, biggest, you know, moments when, you know, I saw all the details about that. I agree. I think they just lied. They were like, they like, yeah, it felt very pandering, like. We're going to do this because we need more money, but we're going to lie and say it's an inclusion thing. Because yeah. And if it was an inclusion thing, the cost would go down. T. Not up. T. Come on. But moving on. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> um, let's get into. Oh, well, let's do this first. Let's talk about uh, most recently the late, great Stephen Sondheim. Oh, Stephen. Stephen Sondheim passed. 
at the age of 91. Um, I remember when it happened because, so when it happened, I got sick. Like I had the flu. It wasn't COVID everyone, but I had the worst flu ever. And because I work for, um, Playbill and I, the day, and it's funny enough because the week I started working for Playbill for social media, um, my boss was kind of explaining the ropes to me and was like, Hey Elena, so you pretty much have nights off and like weekends off. Um, like the only time we'll ask you to do something in the middle of the night is if something crazy happens, like if Sondheim dies, like said it, like being like, this is the worst possible scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, like if that happened, then, you know, we'd have to move into gear and who would have known that a month later it would have actually, that would have actually happened. Mm-hmm. So when it happened, literally it was all hands on deck. It was like eight, nine PM or something on like a Friday night or mm-hmm. Saturday, like right after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it was like instant. It was like, all right, everyone up, everybody get to your laptops. Who cares if you're with their families? Like, let's get to it. Um, and I, some like my, some of my favorite shows and musical theater songs of all time are Sondheim songs, mm-hmm. as I'm sure is the case with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, he just really, um, he's that boy. He's that guy. Like he is the leader of musical theater as we know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, you know, I was a little emo and it just so happened that I, that night um, was like, I'm going to watch Tick, Tick, Boom. And didn't know the correlation that Steven Sondheim had on um, Jonathan Larson. And so when they, he was first in the movie, like he's an actual character in like the movie. And when I saw it, I was literally like, hold on. What is the world? Like, what are, what are, the, what are the odds that this is what I choose to watch tonight? And this is, you know, what is already. And so I was already, I was done for. It was, when I first saw it, I was like, no, there's no way. But like, it was also scary. I don't know if this might be too much. I don't know if you have to put this in here, but my friend Caitlin, who worked with me here in New York, went to go. She's good friends with, um, can't think of his name. He's playing Jamie and company right now. They're really good friends. And she said that he had told her that Sondheim had come up to, had come up to them and was like, yeah, I don't think I have much longer. Like he just like knew he didn't have much longer. Mm. And then a week and a half later, he passed away. And I was like, what are the odds? You know, it's almost like he just like. And that's how it happens. Like he just had to, see, you know, see the show one more time. You know, he saw it. You know, he was alive long enough to see, you know, it reopen, Broadway reopen and that whole situation. And then he went on to see King Jesus. My God. Yeah. And everybody has the Sondheim story. Like. Oh, absolutely. Obviously, people have stories about how the shows have changed their lives. And if mm-hmm. you even met him once, mm-hmm. you know, like I. um when was it? So my sophomore year of high school, I had I went on this like thing called NSLC, which is like a leadership intensive, and it's in New York for like two and a half weeks. And we saw an off Broadway show. We saw the flick, and it was my first off Broadway show. And in the audience, like one row behind me, Sondheim sat like right behind me. Not and you got seats in front of Sondheim. Cried. I lit- I I think he does that for a lot of shows. Like I don't. He never really sits towards the front. He likes mm-hmm. kind of stay towards the back so we can get the full view so we can kind of be a little not everybody's in his face um and i was like shaking like you would have thought that i had met i mean sonam you would have thought i met mm-hmm. like king jesus like i was whoa like, <laughs> shaking like i was like oh my god oh my god like he's he, he's creating musical theater um but wow. we can transition to Tick Tick Boom because I'm glad that he saw Tick Tick Boom. He like mm-hmm. Lin Manuel posted like that email he sent him or whatever, um, and I'm glad that he got to like. It's crazy to think that like your favorite musical theater writer's favorite musical theater writer is Sondheim. Well, their favorite writer is Sondheim. Yeah, like we're we're pretty much at like a three generation thing. Well, now I saw Lin's talk yeah. about Jonathan Larson. Yeah, impact on him. Well, I saw a tweet that was like, "There would be no musical theater as we know it today without Jonathan Larson, without Stephen Sondheim." And I was like, "It's just so crazy how this is like the like this just like trickle down, like trickling down system. Like he is the reason that we have theater like we have it today. He he right. is." And I was like, the one thing that I remember I kept seeing people post about is how he just had the words like he made you you know feel like a person when you saw his like characters in a show. And I was like, that is so true. like company. I was like, who would have thought that Cory Bear would be like you know obsessed with company but i was like company is like one of the shows where i'm like dang like he really was talking when he wrote being alive when he when he wrote uh uh what's the song um the act one finale what's the, what's the song the song we were just talking about with 
um, someone's waiting. That's not someone's oh, waiting. Um, so, what is it called? And it's like the I'm ready now. Yeah, whatever, whatever that song is Marry me a called. little. It is marry, marry me, me a little. little. Yes, marry me a little. Like these songs have a hold on me, honey. Oh, the way I would do this show and like have to like make sure I was present to hear these songs. Man, he was doing. He he knew what he had to do. He lived a good. He, he lived like, a good long life. He and that's another thing. It's like at least like the the difference between I think him and Jonathan Larson is that Jonathan Larson was just taken so early at mm-hmm. the start of his career. Mm-hmm. Like at least Sondheim was here long enough to one create an extremely long and insane vast work Mm -hmm. but also like long enough for people to give him his flowers like long Mm -hmm. enough for people to let him know how much of an impact he had on their lives Mm -hmm. um and i just i love i also love that he was one of the first musical theater composers that i found that wrote women specifically as three-dimensional mm-hmm. it so many musical uh so many musicals so many musical theater writers don't do that um and if they do it they do it for one specific character that because it's like an actor that they love like they rarely do go out of their way to do that and every single one of his characters are just as realized as the other like mm-hmm. oh my god i can't anyway we'll have to keep moving tick tick boom tick tick boom tick boom can't Whew. Oh, my God. Let me. Y'all, it is literally like I think it's going to go down as like my like in my top three favorite movie musicals of all time. And like prior to oh, me yeah. watching it, I don't think I like I knew some songs from um, Tick, Tick, Boom. But like I love how they also because I'm pretty sure Tick, Tick, Boom isn't the live show isn't about is it doesn't follow his life. Correct. Um, and that that's like one I thing that they it, did differently with the movies. They like intertwined his actual life with like the like the actual like musical question mark. Yes, I think Tick Tick Boom is like loosely like yeah. based on certain scenarios of his life. Yeah, but the movie does make it directly like a autobiography and i literally loved i mean loved it i like i'm now like not that i wasn't like an andrew garfield stand before but like i just i don't watch spider-man like i don't watch like those things that everyone else is like crazy obsessed with him over so like this was like my first Mm -hmm. like really like really big introduction to the man and when i tell you i'm an andrew garfield fan now but who i am who i want to get all the awards for this specific show robin de jesus absolutely i want him to get every single award that he can Absolutely. get every single one because i i was floored by his performance floored literally the literally robin if you're listening i know you are but if you just if you could just turn it up real quickly so i can talk to you real quick you did what you had to do and i saw this interview actually the other day on tiktok where he was talking about how um you know what? Forget that. Cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that out. No. That'll, be, that'll be a whole nother thing. I'm not trying to get into that. But yes, Robin DeJesus really, really did the dang thing. Um, and just side note, I love how for the end credits, they asked Jasmine Sullivan to sing Come to Your Senses. It's been on my top, tops repeated songs on Spotify for the past few weeks because it's genius. It's absolute genius. Right. Absolutely, Jasmine Sullivan, take her to Broadway. When they announced that, I screamed. I well, like, I saw it. How, I, who would have thought to put who Jasmine would have thought? Sullivan who would have thunk it in a music in a movie musical? I know because I know she used to do musical theater when she was younger, but I just like you know she hasn't done it in so long. And she's just like you know who would have thought? And then I remember somebody posted it. I think my friend Michael posted it on his Insta story and I was like, you're kidding me. And I was literally at work and had to like stop everything to listen to it. There's literally a video somewhere on somebody's phone of me like freaking out, listening to it for the first time. An out of body experience, truly. Everything about the, it was like such a good movie musical in all of the categories. Like there was a lot of Broadway people. Like it wasn't just Mm -hmm. like famous people that they threw into it. It was, but I think that's partially that like, I think a lot of that has to do with Lynn. With this one and with In the Heights, it just felt like an appreciation for musical theater like it felt like the people who were in charge of it valued the contributions that theater has to this Mm -hmm. entertainment industry Mm -hmm. um and so it just made both of those movie musicals i just felt so seen and they were both beautiful to look at like oh my goodness yeah it was 
you know, I give it all the all the ratings. I give it 100 to 10 in my book. 100 out of 10 in my book. And I will I be agree. watching it again soon. I agree. All right, what's the next on our agenda to talk about? Um, okay, okay, okay. So that is it for the catch-up portion, all y'all. We just had to get through some of the stuff, and obviously other <laughs> news that has happened over the past year we'll discuss a little bit in different episodes. If there's something like that. that y'all want us to talk about, like DM us. Tell us what you want us to talk about. If there's something that we missed that you want us to hit on, let us know. Let the people know. Because, you know, I love to talk. Absolutely. I love to talk. (laughs) LOL. So really quickly, so we're going to get into three more little things, and then we'll go, and we'll see y'all for next week for who (laughs) you'll find out. Um, uh, (laughs) Current obsessions. Yes. What are we currently obsessed with, Corey? Okay. Honestly, I feel like my go-to, whenever I'm asked what I'm currently obsessed with right now, it's going to go, like, always go to music. And so my... My top song right now on Spotify is Come to Your Senses, the Jasmine Sullivan in credit version. That is what song I'm currently still obsessed with and probably will be obsessed with for a while, not going to lie. There's also another song um, up from one of my favorite artists. Her name is Emily King. Shout out to Emily King. There's a song on her album called Second Guest that I just cannot. There's this one moment at the end that I just, I literally will walk down the streets of New York, listen to this song and just pretend that I'm in like, a Netflix film and like that's like my like my moment where I realized that I am you know I am who I am you know I am the baddest thing you know like I'm gonna get everything that I want to get out of life so like that's like the one song that I can like walk down the streets and be like I feel like magic you know mm-hmm. so those are my my two obsessed I don't think I have like a tick tick boom if I have to choose like a, a film or something that I'm currently obsessed with, it, I think would be tick tick boom I think that's like one of the few things that I've seen like in the past few weeks oh wait a minute Yes, that, but also the other week I watched um, The United States versus Billie Holiday. Y'all, <laughs> first off, Andre Day. No, you know, you, when you look at her, you think, you know, I know her as the Rise Up Girl. That's what most people know, you know, the song Rise Up. But she acted down in that movie. Like, I would not have thought. I mean, not, you know, I just, you know, I just, you know, I've never seen her act before, but she hands down some of the most incredible acting that I've seen this year by far was Andre Day and that like, I didn't, well, I had no clue that Billie Holiday was a heroin addict. Like I just, I learned so much. I had no clue that she was yeah. like, you know, she was like basically like the poster child for like the whole like war on drugs, like when it first started in like Harlem. I was just like, I had no clue. I mean, like, then people, the government was out to get Miss Billie Holiday. They were really out to get her. And it makes me so angry when I they think about it. They out to get all the black people. They are, but they they just could not stand Miss Holiday. And I'm so mad about it. But yeah, if you can watch anything right now, go watch it. It's on Hulu. I don't know how much longer it will be on there, but it's on Hulu. Go watch it. It's amazing. Elena, your turn. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think. Um, um, um. Current obsessions. Um, so Spotify Rap just came out, so yes. I've been like kind of scrolling through that to see like what were the girls giving this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and an album that I first of all we're talking about Jasmine Sullivan Hotels. I keep going back to yes, keep going back to that and Leanne Lehavis self titled. Mm-hmm. Those have been the two albums that have consistently come back to me. It's my current obsession, really, honestly, truly. Um, in addition to that, those things is Transformation Church. It's Pastor Michael Todd. He's the one that y'all have probably seen. He's on Instagram. He's all on all the things. But his ability to just like speak to a wide mass of people and mm-hmm. like get everybody on the same level. I don't know. I just I really appreciate people who can speak really well and know how to convey their message across. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been joining that. Um, TikTok is kind of my current obsession. Um, like the app I just TikTok? be on TikTok. Yes. Honestly, T. Um, very obsessed. Um, let me think. What's like, I'm trying to think of like shows or movies. Last, second to last thing for the day, Broadway predictions. This can either be shows, mm-hmm. this could be roles. What's coming to Broadway according to the new year? Um, so I've just been on a company kick for quite a while now. Um, and I have, t- do I have two predictions or is it three predictions for Bobby? Two. I think two. it's two. All right, my two predictions. You might have to help me on this because I might forget. I really want Patina Miller to come back to Broadway. And I think the perfect show for her to come back to is Company as Bobby. She's she's amazing. I've already seen 
I actually have never seen her on Broadway. Like, never seen any of her shows, mm-hmm. actually. But I've seen, um, of course, the bootlegs. I've seen her on TV. But, like, she's, we all stand Patina. And I think she'd be great. Also, oh, wait, I have three Broadway predictions. Who was the second one for Bobby? Um, We just said earlier Adrian Warren. Adrian Warren. I feel like there was another one. Maybe not. We were just talking about Leslie in the beginning, but those those were the actual two we had. Okay, and I also, also, why did I say also like that? I also want to see Sasha Allen as Angelica Schuyler in Hamilton. Somewhere. Ooh. Somewhere. I don't care where she does it. I think I need to see her immediately because it's time for her to come back to Broadway. It's been too long. Pippin was not enough for me. Oh, my God. Oh, I think she she might be... If I'm not mistaken, I think she was in like the pre-Broadway for Color Girls. So I don't know if she's coming back when for Color Girls comes back. They haven't announced the cast yet for it, so we. Can, I think she was be. in the pre-Broadway, right? She was in the she was in the cast, right, for the pre-Broadway that run that happened like last year, or the year before. Um, I would be lying. I would be lying if I told you she was, because I don't know for a fact. It's either her or Tamika Lawrence. It could be either. It could be both. But regardless, I want to see Sasha Allen as Angelica. And Hamilton. Yes. Those are my predictions for 2022. Um, Into the Woods is coming to Broadway. <gasps> I'm going to predict it right now. Nasia Thomas. And Talk Nick about Edwards. her. Talk about them. I want them in last five years on Broadway. Last five years has never been on Broadway. It's only think, been off Broadway. And I think the perfect place for them, I think Circle in the Square will be the perfect, like, small, intimate moment. Yes, that's what I said. Circle in the Square will be perfect placement for it i agree um it would be it would just be beautiful and if y'all didn't see that production that virtual you production out. you missed you missed out because it is oh my god i need to watch it again it was so good it is so good it was so good I'll shout um, out to so those, are, those are two of my broadway predictions also well i had one more that i was thinking about earlier today and i was like they're coming back to broadway i don't know in what but they're coming back to broadway who Les already said that Leslie Odom needs to come back to Broadway, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to come. I don't know what the show is. I think Godspell is a good option. I think I have Sweet Charity might be a really fun option. It's, it hasn't been on Broadway in a while. Those are some Broadway predictions. Last but not least, okay, we'll get, we're, we're going to hurry up and get out of your hair, you guys, because this was just to catch up <laughs> so y'all can hear our voices, so y'all can know how we're feeling about the things. Um, 2022 resolutions okay this can be for your personal journey this could be for your acting career this could be for fourth wall who are guests that you your dream guests let's just give us some resolutions Corey. oh god i'm nervous um maybe you go first do you want me to start yeah okay okay resolutions 2022 resolutions um i'm going to get my life together come on um i've been actually thinking about this a lot about making sure that i am training for my dreams if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. training for the reality that i want Mm -hmm. um and so i really want to work on transforming myself in all categories to be able to hold the things that i know i'm destined to have if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um and so that's been, you know, I've been working on finding my therapist because I need to get my mind right. I've been, you know, going to the gym. I've been, you know, working on like acknowledging what I'm eating, drinking less, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my resolution for 2022 is really to just like build like a like a tank of a human. Like I want it to be like an indestructible thing as i go out into the world um uh-huh. um other than that i you know also like i'm taking voice lessons and stuff like that um and i think my other resolution for my personal goals would be to just create multiple avenues for myself i uh-huh. think working at playbill has kind of showed me that like obviously performance is still like the goal or whatever long term uh-huh. but i'm good at a lot of things uh-huh. and i think it's time to stop feeling like I have to only do one thing and I can only be defined by the one thing. I think it's time for me to be like, I can actually do it all Mm -hmm. and I can actually explore all of those sides and those can all just be different avenues and different 
um, you know, streams of income. Like, and we're going to probably have an episode talking about different streams of income, but like, just, I want to explore that. Like, I want to figure out who Elena is when she's not acting. I think I really tried to define myself by being a performer or being an artist. And I think people can get lost in that when that's their only identity. So I'm really excited to figure out who Elena is outside of that. Two. Um, special guests that I want for 2022, fourth wall, Emily. Mm-hmm. We can make that happen. That's um, my girl. Emily, if y'all don't know, okay, giving us a black. Christine we didn't talk about Biden. that. Yeah, we didn't discuss that. We didn't discuss it. Well, hopefully she'll be on the show and we'll discuss it with her in person. T. T. Um, she's just an icon. We love her. Um, special guests that I want. We've had, we honestly, to we've been lucky that I've already had some people that like I stand. Mm-hmm. Like talking to Drew, talking to Amber Mon, talking to Michael Kilgore. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. But if I am adding to these lists, Britain. Britain, absolutely. I would love to talk to. That would be a dream guest. Absolutely. Tiffany Mann would be a dream guest. Absolutely. Um, dream, dream, dream guest. Sis would be a dream guest. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, those are the ones coming to mind right now. But there's it's a very long list, and obviously, I'm not naming you know the people that. Like Audra, like of course. Yeah. Like. Uh, <laughs> um, uh huh. So yeah, that's what I got. What are your resolutions, Corey? Um, honestly, I only have one that's coming to mind. Um, and it's just to find joy in it all. Um, just whatever you know, because it's life is so crazy. You never, you know, you might want it to go one way and it might go another way, but you know, mm-hmm. I think with the way my twenty two twenty twenty two, am I saying that right? Twenty twenty two. Oh my God, I'm like mm-hmm. having a stroke. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> With the way that my 2022 is like already like gonna be starting, you know, I think it's already starting. It's gonna be a great year full of, you know, opportunity and growth mm-hmm. and happiness. And so I'm excited to see where my 2022 is going to go. It can only be, it can only, you know, go up from here. It can, it can only go up from yeah. here. Um, so yeah, that's that's like my like big overall goal is to like you know, happiness and joy through it all, mm-hmm. um, and people that I want to see on the show, um, I, I feel like I'm blanking now. I would love to talk to. I just had someone as we were talking about, Chris. I'm blanking. I would love to talk to. Britain, I'll put Britain on that list. Britain, I also would love to talk to. I feel like that'd be another cousin yeah. of ours. Um, I'm trying to go to like my. Oh, it's gonna annoy me that I can't like really think of these people right now. I would love to talk to like maybe Sammy. Um, Sammy, I think her last Sammy Williams from Carolina Change. Um. Yes. Yes. Who's a, Celia? I would love to get Celia on here. Naja Thomas. I know Naja. I'm done, but Naja Thomas. I would love. To, yeah, you're speaking over me. Just kidding. Um, who else would I love to see on here? I also still want to like still have that episode, um, where we talk to Broadway first, like Broadway's first. This person, Black this, Black, and that might be the Emily episode. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we'll give Emily. You know, who knows? You know, there's just, like so many. Like, there's been so many firsts recently, that I was like. Why not? Yeah. You know, this, you know, what What better time than now? Who else would I love? I feel like there's, like, one other person, like, a big person that I just would love to. I don't know. It's, it'll blank. It'll blank. Next time you ask me this question, I'll have a better answer for you. Um, I think you have good answers. I also really want to, last thing, I really want to branch out into things. Like, obviously, Broadway is our main thing because that's, like, what we know. Mm-hmm. But I want to, like, I want to branch more into, like, I want to talk about, you know, TV, Mm -hmm. film, like at the end of the day, we're talking about like bias, discrimination, like overcoming obstacles. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of that happens there too. Um, So I really want to explore that. But I also like want to help like educate people. Like I want to like, let's like, let's talk about how actors can diversify their income. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about how you, you know, can prepare yourself for audition season, for summer stock season, because it's coming. 
It's um, coming, honey. It's coming. Okay, it's on the way. Uh, like, I want to talk about those kind of things, and I hope that, like, we can kind of expand fourth wall to be all of those things. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Oh, my God, we're back. Yee-hee. We're back. Not, speaking of which, we'll, I will talk about another episode, Lauren. Elena, move on. Um. Okay, well, then that'll be it, y'all. I think this is a good way to wrap it up. Uh, Corey, anything else? Any last and last statements? Um, I got nothing. <laughs> nope. Okay, then this is it. Broadway's back, and so is Fourth Wall. Y'all hey. be blessed. Have a good, uh, I don't know, night, day, morning, afternoon. Come on. And we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Wait, we should get Kerr Franklin on this show. <laughs> <Corey>. <laughs> I'm stopping recording right now.